All right, so let's talk a little bit about the markets here. Welcome to Bull Bear Radio. Market pricing is nuts. Each week, we catch up with WBI's experts, Matt and Don Schreiber. Down 77%. You know what you need to recover from that? A miracle. WBI brings you wealth-building market insights. Bull Bear Radio. I'm Matt Schreiber. We're going to talk about the markets a little bit today. Earnings season's just about wrapped up. Do I have the dividend doctor in the house? Dividend doctor is present. All right. Don Schreiber's ready to rock and roll. Are you well caffeinated, Don Schreiber? I'm working on it. Man. Give me some more of that bull. Man, we were just waiting here for you for a couple of minutes on the set, and I swear to God, I must have had like, I feel like I've had like four cups of coffee just now. Matt, that's a a problem. Man. You're going to have to calm that down. Yo, so talking about uh, bull market seems like it's back, man. The, uh, The market's back in black for the year. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, you know, five of the last six Mays, by the way, did you know this, have been really good. The sell in May, walk away thing's a bad, stinking idea. It's a stinky idea. It's, okay, it's a we bad, got stinky it's a bad ideas. Idea. How about check, good ideas? Let's check, go for good so, ideas. So sell in May, and the market's going to sail away. So you really, meaning it's going to sail away, like up. From you. Yeah, maybe because I'm not. Yeah, the ship is sailing. Yeah, no kidding. In my brain. Uh, yo, so the Dow was up last week, 568 points, man. That's a move and a half. Why is That's that, pretty good. Matt? Why is the Dow up? Dude, I think people are starting. Well, we got buybacks. Bonanza. A bonanza. Buy, buyback a bonanza. So hold on a second. Let's wrap our earnings season deal. We'll just start. Let's the, do some earnings. I think that's the why the market's going up. Earnings. I Man, think this so. Is pretty good if news. If you see which sectors were moving last week, right? Energy was up three point seven percent. This is in the Dow last week. Three point seven percent. Technology up three and a half percent. Industrials up three point three. Financials up two point nine two. Those are all the best sectors in terms of fundamentals. So let's take a look at the fundamentals. Wait a minute. You're saying that the the stuff that was up last week, those three sectors were up we last four, week. Four sectors. Four sectors. Four sectors. And, yeah. and they have really strong fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. They all things have are starting to make sense. So to listen, me. listen. All of a sudden, the clouds are parting. Yes. The sun is coming out. Five hundred fifty-four companies, uh, S and P five hundred reporting now. So there's five hundred and fifty-four. Four hundred and fifty-four. Thank you. Four hundred fifty-four. Whoops. It's the coffee, folks. I'm sorry. I'll blame 91%. it. Ninety-one percent. I've got the raging bull blend. So you know, direct message us on uh, you know uh, Twitter or or catch us on like LinkedIn. And and if you want a K cup, man, we've got K cups for your Keurig. So check it out. We're we're, we're like uh, we're the we're the coffee guys too. Not only are we the dividend guys, we're the coffee guys. So anyway, no, no. Uh, we don't sell dude, coffee. Well, we should. We might should, but you know, maybe we should. I think maybe you drink enough of it, we'll, we'll stay in business so, anyway. So earnings, right? Uh, on those four hundred and fifty-four companies, up twenty-three point seven five percent. You digging? Twenty-five, baby. Yeah, almost. Well, it's twenty-four, almost twenty-four. Twenty-three point seven five. It's good. So enough. if you round it up, it's twenty-four. Okay. Okay. So and then uh, revenue growth, eight point two eight percent. 
Not too shabby, right? Mm-hmm. Not too shabby. Energy's uh, leading the pack, 93% earnings growth, 13.75%. It's number two in revenue growth. The The best sector, uh, 55 to 68, uh, reporting sales growth, revenue growth, 15%. That's uh, technology, man. Technology, Tech, baby. Tech. Not it's, only it's is a, tech. It's the second best in terms of earnings growth at 30%. Yeah, man. Man. 30. Oh, boy. That's pretty tech, good, huh? Tech is moving. Tech's crushing it, For dude. a real good reason, tech man. Tech is crushing it. Uh, Russell hey, 2000, you know, check you know, this out. Did whoa, you whoa. know? Wait a minute. Hold the phone. Dividend Hold doctor, phone. calm down hey, here. I got important information. I got a juicy little tidbit okay, here. Okay, you give us your tidbit <laughs> okay. first. Did you know that the uh, current growth rate on the S&P, up that 24%, is the highest growth rate since Q3 Wait for of it. 2010... And the reason that was up 34%. And the reason why that was up so much was because earnings had fallen in 2008 and early 2009 by more than 50%. And so that was just a snapback. Okay. The thing that people are missing about this earnings and revenue rally Uh is the fact that it's on a continuously improving base. Plain, yes. yes. It's, it's like, so you have 10%. It's compounding. It's a compounding effect on, in terms of earnings. So check, out, check this out. You, you want to know, know what's really hot? What? Small mid-cap earnings. Whoa. So I looked this up. 1,746 of the 1938 in the Russell 2000. Earnings growth. Forty-one point nine four percent. Are you kidding me? You're kidding. Are you kidding? Are me? you kidding me, dude? Revenue growth ten point two percent. Whoa, that's okay. hot. Like, why isn't anybody talking about small and mid cap? I saw. Hey, I saw hey. this weekend. Hey, maybe don't invest in you know like all of Europe. And we were talking about the DAX the last few weeks and stuff. Right. I got the updated numbers, right. but they were saying invest in the UK. Well, I looked it up. Hey, man, if you want to play, if you want to play Europe, the best way to play Europe is with the companies, U.S. companies that have more than fifty percent of their earnings and yeah. revenue outside the U.S. have even a higher growth rate than the twenty-four percent. Yeah, yeah, I know. We were talking about this. It's but like thirty-six percent. So, so check this out: the DAX. And I was talking to a financial advisor about this last week too. He he was flabbergasted when I was telling him, you know, like the DAX is a disaster. So earnings growth three point nine percent really knocks your socks off, right? Revenue growth. This is of twenty-four of twenty-nine reporting. So the DAX, two and a half percent down. The DAX on, the on DAX, revenue growth. The DAX, which is the best performing. Um, country. Well, it's right, been the index. best best ex- economic growth, right? You know, since it, but, since the but uh, earnings growth are, is four percent versus the U.S. twenty four percent. Hey, let me pour some more money into that four uh, percenter. Yo, so just to give you a counterpoint, twenty seven to thirty on the Dow, twenty four percent earnings growth, nine point seven to nine uh, sales growth, and if we hit uh, my my uh, favorite here, um, well, not my favorite, um, but. Uh, if we take a look at Europe, um, you know, Europe's growing pretty slow. Uh, we've got uh, the Bloomberg European 500, uh, 4.29% earnings growth, sales growth of 1.87. And in terms of investing in the UK, alternatively over the DAX, hey, UK companies did all right. If you looked at the FTSE 100 index 
and uh, took a look at the uh, 29 companies that are in the FTSE 100 index in terms of reporting. Um, you got 19.96. This is per Bloomberg earnings growth and sales growth of 13.78 percent. Hey, so hold the phone. Not looking bad in in the UK. Hold the phone. We yep. need to roll back. Yeah, that's tape. a lot of numbers. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a lot of numbers. That. But you 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 essentially overshadowed <laughs> the main point, which is small, the U.S. is the best. Man, almost forty two percent. Small and mid cap companies earnings are, growth are growing ten percent revenue like crazy, crazy right? And they this can, is just this this is just the beginning, right? With the tax act, and you want to know something? If you look at the action over the last month, the thing that's surprising is I think investors are starting to notice because the SMID stocks are moving faster, higher than the large caps for the it first is. time in a really long time. Yeah, and value has been making a little bit of a move recently too. So when SMID when starts to move, they break that trend where large caps getting all the love and all of a sudden the SMIDs are, you want to follow that SMID trend because they're going to be up huge. Yeah. So, um, you know, current PE multiple, S&P 500, trailing 12-month basis, 24.82. Still high. Still high. Whoa. But on a forward basis, it looks Whoa. like it's a little bit lower depending on who you're looking at. It's in that, you know, 16 to 19 range on on whoever's got these, uh, you know, expectations out yeah, there. Yeah, man. So, FactSet's got the forward PE at 16. Point one. Wow. So, you know, that's a big... That's not bad, uh, man. Hey, you know, 15 is about average, right? At the beginning of the... 14 and change. At the beginning of the year, we're at 19. I know. So these great Holy earnings cow, are is, starting is, to is, look a little yeah, bit better and, and in the terms revision of those expectations down. Yeah, you know. Hey, I got something for you. Here's another. What you got for Man, me? Listen, dividend doctor. Not only retail is having a comeback, a renaissance, hmm. and it's not just the online click retailers. It's actually the brick and mortar stores what? are doing pretty good. No, Get no, you're fibbing, dude. I'm you're you're you, totally fibbing. I, I was shocked when I saw this. You're a fibber. The internet and direct marketing retail. Sure, fake news. Think the Death Star Amazon had a, had a uh, earnings growth rate of 72%. Whoa. We know that Amazon almost tripled their earnings. So that's what's pushing that number. Here's the shocker. Department stores, mm -hmm. you know, the place that we didn't think people were going to, increased their earnings by 34% in this quarter. Mm. Whoa. Wow. That's above the S&P's average 24. Yeah, man. That's looking like a hot sector. Hey, here's another one. Food distributors, 30%. Dude, food distributors. Got to eat, man. Got to eat. Get, but you want to know eat. something? I was looking at our... Uh, Especially our SMID, even our large cap, but our SMID especially. I'm, I'm wondering, what's with the food distributors? Yeah, so you looked it up, right? You know, our factor models are supposed to find those sectors. With good earnings and revenue. That have great yeah. earnings and revenue and, and favor the ones that have the highest oh, you, earnings and revenue trends. You mean you know, and and all of those Dividend doctor, you, you're not throwing the darts at the Wall Street Journal to pick stocks? No, no, no. Oh. oh. Power factors, baby. Anyway, the power factors seem to be working great because we got those food distributors, awesome stuff, you know, and uh, that they haven't moved. Yeah. They haven't moved. Those are undervalued. We like that.
Yeah. High but, earnings growth rate, high revenue growth buy, rate, undervalued. Buy, buy low, maybe sell high. Is that Wait for it. Yeah. Is that what, Wait we're, is that what we're trying to do here? Buy low, sell high. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah. So, um, you know, S&P 500 companies this year may buy back a record. Wait for it. $650 billion. E billion. Front page article that is Barron's gonna, this weekend. That is going to surprise buybacks, baby. Yeah, and it was on the front page of the Wall Street Journal too. How long we've we been talking about the buyback bonanza now? Since last year. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's going to surpass potentially the nearly six hundred billion dollars uh, for S and P five hundred buybacks in two thousand and seven. I don't like that correlation. Two thousand seven year later. Ooh. But anyway, that's that's the last time uh, companies bought back this much stock potential. I'm starting to get a little depressed. So d don't get nauseous here, Don. Don't get nauseous. Hey, listen, in 2007, they didn't have a one-time windfall of all that cash being repatriated to the U.S., and they were using every dollar they could beg, borrow, steal, and print in earnings to do that big buyback. And... Today, it's a lot easier. You don't have to do that. So check this out. They're right? wash in excess you, cash. You were talking about this a couple of um, months ago. You gave us your picks for you know, the companies that were going to crush the buybacks and their performance would crush it, right? Well, I can just tell you, if you just took the tw top 20 stocks in terms of buybacks this year, the index just got back into positive territory for the year. These companies that did huge buybacks, the top 20 buyback companies in the S&P 500, a 5.2% this year. Whoa. Are you kidding me? Well, that's about two Are and a half times me? the S&P uh, index so far this year. Yeah. That's not bad. That's that's not too you know, shabby, stocks man. Stocks have been stinking it up for the first uh, couple of four months here, you know, oh. going into you, May. You want to know uh, why? You want to you know, know the why? The buyback companies have done a little bit better because, you know, we thought they would. Investors took out of mutual funds, equity mutual funds, and ETFs, equity ETFs this year, $30 billion. Hey, you want to know another statistic? Are you kidding me? That gives me some With worry. With these great earnings? Unbelievable, Holy right? cow. In the first quarter, TD, uh -huh. right, and uh, the other online, you know, uh, cheap... Places to buy stocks, yeah, are reporting mm -hmm. that the retail investor is back and buying like it's two thousand and seven again. Ooh, buy high! I love it. Oh my goodness! But hey, you've got earnings this time because two thousand seven, four straight quarters of negative earnings on the S and P five hundred. Listen, right people, now we're crushing the earnings, crushing it, crushing it. We are crushing. We're crushing it. the earnings, Don yeah, Schreiber. Crushing it. So you I like know that song, crushing it. Yeah. A little Brad Paisley. Go for it. I wish we had some music in here, man. I'm getting tired of listening to myself talk. Well, I'm not. I, but I no, just no, love it, to hear your, hopefully, your melodious notes. Yeah, hopefully all you guys out there really like, you know, listening to Bull Bear Radio and you're listening to all the episodes. You know you're probably listening to all the episodes. You should have. It's season three by now. So if you need to catch up, catch up. But look, Apple 
bought back more stock in the first quarter than any other S&P 500 company. And they said they're going to buy back even more. By a double or triple. Yeah. They bought back $22.8 billion in Q1. Amgen was number two at $10.7 billion, followed by Bank of America, JP Morgan, Oracle, Microsoft, Phillips 66, Wells Fargo, Boeing, and Citigroup were the top buyback companies. Hey, listen, the banks banks are going to be big buybackers going forward this year, guys. It's going to help support the uh, financial sector, which I think is also good because our power factor models also have us overweight, heavyweight in financials. That's awesome. To yeah. Hear. Well, you know, the big banks with rising rates should benefit, right? Mm-hmm. Dramatically, once you think. So earnings and, and revenue should just get better. My nuts? They, well, we have to, you know, uh, the big banks have a lot of different revenue streams. They've really been kicking it. You know, really hitting some the, of the regional the banks notes. are diversified enough to to also have a benefit. You know, on the wealth management side, right? They're really printing some good money there, right? Yep. On the uh, the big banks, they've got you know investment banking revenue for M and A deals and all this other stuff. Yep. Trading, sure. you know, trading has been falling in terms of uh, uh, their revenue uh, split of the revenue pie. That's been a big drag, uh, but you know, all these other areas are making it up. Interestingly enough, investors even through last week, are still punishing companies that are printing above expectation earnings. Now, why would they do that? I don't know. They're, they they got to get with the program. These are great earnings. I think there's a lot Hello. of support, buybacks, higher dividends, lots of reasons why people should be investing. Now, remember, 454 companies have reported. Right. The companies that are reporting... When you're reporting, you can't do buybacks. Once you're done, you can do these buybacks. Right. So the Very big, supportive big of buybacks the are coming. Supply hey, and demand, man. An- another thing. So if the retail investors, the, the company takes the stock away from the market and retail investors come in, that should pr- push prices, you know, dramatically higher, wouldn't you think? You bet. And here's here's the key, right? So Remember last year was the same phenomenon. We didn't get off to a great year, and then we had a thousand point moves. So on the we're, t- Dow. we're talking about earnings, but if you want to know who's going to print earnings good next quarter, who's going to have the best Ooh. earnings, you've got to follow the revenue. Mm. So we're looking so, at so revenue hold on. growth. That's a great place to stop. Oh, we're going to look at I the revenue growth. I, I, I don't want to do stuff, man. man. Come I can't on. Wait. wait for it. We I got to wait. keep the listeners on the seats, edge of the seats. Just don't crash the car. Are you looking for an active world of opportunity? WEI's actively risk-managed ETFs might be what you're looking for. Now is among the riskiest times we've seen, and too few investors are nervous, and they should be. We are the dividend ETF shop with a time-tested, active approach to risk management. We've dedicated more than 30 years to managing the loss of investor capital with active strategies and factor-based strategy models are part of our DNA. To learn more, go to WBIShares.com for more info. Oh, and we're back. So you've been on the edge of your seat here for a second while you heard, you know, some goodies about listen when you when revenue. You, hey, follow the revenue. When you listen to the Bull Bear Radio Show for this week, if you think it's hot, give it a, a little love on uh, Twitter and uh, LinkedIn, and um, you know, tell everybody it's really pretty great show to then watch. Then they should be listening. Yeah, they should, let's let's listen. Let's, let's get everybody. Let's listening. grow this community. You bet. And what are you? Are you a bull or a bear? Today, I'm a bull, baby. I'm a bull. Hey, too. get a grip on this. I was just talking about this. If you, if you can believe it, information technology, right? 95% of the sector has reported 
and they have the highest percentage of companies reporting revenues above estimates currently. The reason yep. why that's important is revenue for most companies goes into their backlog, even service companies. They don't produce it instantly. Right. Revenues have to be produced and it usually takes some time to do that. And so some of these hot revenue trends we're seeing now are going to show up in next quarter's yeah. earnings, right? So I like that. And one of the things that really surprised me when I was looking at our holdings in our large cap ETFs, which we have four, we have one that does uh, rising dividends. We've got one that does value, value, yield. We got yield, highest quality fundamentals. And then we got quality, yep. right? Yep. And Believe it or not, in the rising dividend category where you would find those growthier stocks because mm -hmm. we don't have a high yield requirement. Right. So you're getting kind of a, a growthier name. We got 33% in technology names. Whoa. And that's diversified across different you industries and in, in, in information technology, all different right? tech. You bet. Yep. It really surprised me, right? That's a pretty big overweight. And the reason why that's there is because... Earnings and revenue are Earnings crushing it. and revenue crushing, crushing it. it. Next up is industrials. And the next up is real estate in terms of, uh, you know, the best uh, dude, uh, revenue growth. Dude, even, REITs, REITs. Even Telecom. 12, REITs, 12.91, uh, number three fastest growing sector in the S&P 500 this past quarter. So, you know, if you're following the fundamentals, great place to be. Even Telecom, which is stinking it up at the bottom of the list, had 33% of the sector um, you know, uh, reporting a great earnings. average, yeah, great revenue, earnings, above great average revenue, earnings, it's, earnings, eighteen percent increase in in earnings for the large cap telecom and S and P five hundred. Yeah, they haven't done much. You know, those the, those they're building a better base though. It looks like to me. Yeah, maybe. I, you know, I don't. I, the telecom's all right, but you know, information technology's absolutely. You know, crushing it. Same thing with Russell 2000, up 11% on revenue growth. It's the second fastest uh, growing, um, you know, sector. Energy is actually number one in terms of revenue growth in the Russell 2000. Here's another juicy tidbit. 27%. In the financials, right, financial sector, all five industry groups are reporting double-digit earnings what's, growth. What, what's this? This was financials. Financials? All five industries are reporting double-digit energy growth. Yeah, well, financials, man, fastest-growing sector, S&P 500, in, in terms of revenue growth, 15% this past quarter. I mean... Diversified financial... No, I'm sorry, 3.3%. 3.3%. Scratch that. Diversified financial services had the highest growth rate in earnings yep. for the group with 106% earnings growth. Hmm. Man, you got to own some of those companies. We yeah, do. we do. We got them for you. Strong, strong for uh, 389 of the 393 reporting financial companies in Russell 2000, 42% earnings growth and 9.21% revenue growth. I mean, that's just absolutely Man, crushing. I'll tell you what. We never get to talk about earnings and revenue growth this hot. This is really cool. This is great, man. This is cool. This is, this is, this is, this is nuts. I mean, if, you, most the, of the time, since the, we've been doing this, three seasons of this show, there's more green on these earnings and revenue panels than I've seen in a really long time. Obviously, we had a seven straight quarter slide where things weren't looking good for earnings. And now it's looking great. What a great time to be an investor. You bet. One of the adages on Wall Street that is, you know, dearly held is the trend is your friend. And baby, this is a really strong trend.
We, we're looking at, you know, a strong trend continuing analyst estimates, which are always a little wonky, um, but they're still strong for the entire balance of this year, both in terms of earnings and revenue growth. That's now, awesome. We may, That's we awesome. may see a slowdown, especially because as we go through the year, comparisons are harder because right. prior, you know, year, prior quarters were quarter, big growth rates, big growth, big growth rates. rates, man. So we're compounding on top of big growth rates, which is so if, just if, stunning. If, if the percentage growth is smaller on top of what was already stunning growth, that's great, isn't it? It is. That's what we've been talking a about. A lot higher quality now, than that 2010 now, hey, print we were talking about yeah. before. So I want to uh, uh, throw something out here that that uh, is is technology related, right? So this uh, recently. The Google Assistant, right? Uh, you know, Alexa, can you, like, uh, you know, schedule me a hair appointment? Uh, that's Amazon, not Google. No, this was the Google Assistant. Oh, the Google Assistant. This was okay. the Google has one too, right? Yeah. Made a hair appointment, and the bot, you know, it's a robot, basically. It's artificial intelligence. Fooled the person on the other end that it was actually a human. Huh. Can you believe this? Sure. So the article was about... AI and how if you don't really as someone that's entering the workforce or if you're in the workforce, if you're not, you know, intellectually trying to push yourself, the bots are going to take over some of the meaningless tasks that a human might be able to take over. So I think, you know, I, I'm just, you know, uh, taking a, a a little bit of an aside here. Isn't this, is this a threat to, you know, the workforce where AI could eventually take over human jobs? Or do you think that the, the, the technology is a little bit further off than we think, but what would your recommendation be here? Dividend doctor. Are you, are you thinking that uh, the bots are coming and they come quickly? Or do you think that there's uh, you know, the humans will prevail here? Hey, you know, AI sounds really great. I think it's going to take some time to develop really strong, um, useful technology uh, with uh, artificial intelligence. A lot of people talk about, um, you know, quantitative mechanics as AI. It's not really the same thing. Right. Uh, artificial intelligence is where the machine is learning. Right. They're teaching themselves based on the data and the and experience. It's it can be having. pretty dangerous too. Yeah. Well, think about at this that point right think now. About, you know, how about if they weren't if that bot, robot action, if the yeah. bot wasn't making a hair appointment and they were calling your broker instead. No kidding. And the bot Whoa. was saying, could you transfer my account from, you know, uh, wherever it is at Wells Fargo or whatever to, to Morgan Stanley, an offshore account. Oh, geez. Okay, stop. Now you're going nuts. Okay. So and let's, the person on the other end. Okay, okay, dividend doctor. Okay, let's oh, go. I let's, don't whoa. Like that. Okay, oh, okay, geez. You got to really be careful so, with this stuff. Uh, okay, so life expectancy, right? It's 65. Yes. Check this out. Women, 86 years old, men, 83 years old. Retirement. This was right in the article right next to yeah, it. Man. So I, I looked at this. Retirement planning is really important. And investing in retirement is the hardest thing to do successfully when you start taking withdrawals. Right. So the highest rate of return is is the thing you should be focusing on, correct? No, 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 no. And, and taking the most risk to catch up. You right? must. You must. Because you've missed first, out on the market or priority, something like that, right? First priority is you must preserve your capital base. And its ability to compound 
Wait, and its it, ability to generate income. If you have capital, you're probably protection. in good shape, right? As long as you don't lose Jeez the money, Louise. you're going to be fine. And keeping but down the markets market, always go up, right? No, no, <sighs> no. Keeping down market loss participation inside of say you know ten or fifteen percent is actually critical. And you should because buy- when you are in retirement and you're receiving a paycheck and you start seeing your account decline in value significantly you are likely to become uneasy and pull Bail the and fail on your yes. investment strategy. So you should only buy growth stocks if you're you're marching towards no, retirement, correct? No, dividend-paying Put all your stocks, money in Amazon. You need a blend of dividend-paying stocks and bonds. You Why dividend-paying stocks, dividend doctor? dividend-paying stocks and bonds in terms of managing the risk and the capital Why dividends? Loss. Dividends tend to increase over time and help you keep pace with inflation. As companies increase their dividend, your income stream grows. It's cash flow. When you're building towards retirement, you are unleashing what Einstein said, Albert Einstein said, compounding is the eighth wonder of the world, the most powerful force in the universe. And when you buy more shares with your dividend this quarter, you have more shares producing a bigger dividend stream next quarter. And as you reinvest, compounding is accelerated dramatically. Yeah, and for all of the those of you listening out there, listening out there, uh, dividend-paying stocks, dividends account for almost half the return of the Dow or the S and P five hundred over almost the last hundred years. Half the return, so you get about a ten percent average annual rate of return. If you don't have dividends, it's about five percent. If you have the dividends working to your advantage, that's another. Five percent on top, not because it's a five percent yield. It's because compound. I wonder if we could find a good read about dividend stocks. Oh, you know what? I think you could. It's a book out by McGraw Hill, and it's written by the very your very own dividend doctor, Don all, Schreiber Jr. and Gary Stricker, chief investment officer. All about dividend investing. Yeah, and Good I'm pretty read. sure you probably could get it on iTunes or whatever it is, you know. So check that out too. All you have to do is go and and you grab it. It's in iBooks. I think you can get it there these days. So anyway, that is the the Bull Bear Radio Show for this week. And uh, oh, it's available on Amazon too, you know. So if you you do your shopping on the Death Star, uh, go for it. Get it on Amazon, and uh, if you're one of those Prime members, it'll be there, uh, dropped by a drone down on your doorstep. So that's all we got for Bull Bear Radio this week. Uh, thank you for listening. You can hit us on uh, LinkedIn. Oh, my God. Again, with the LinkedIn, the Twitter, Twitter. And, and WBIinvestments.com. We're all over the place. Check us out. WBI President. WBI President is on, on Twitter and WBI CEO, okay? Okay. Hashtag OMG. This is Bull Bear Radio, where each week you can count on our real market news and advice. Catch all of our podcast episodes at WBIinvestments.com. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views presented are those of the podcast participants and should not be construed as investment advice. Podcast participants or clients of WBI may own stock discussed in this recording. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. This is not an offer to buy or sell any security. No security or strategy, including those referred to directly or indirectly in this podcast, is suitable for all accounts or profitable all of the time and there is always a possibility of loss. Moreover, you should not assume that any discussion or information provided here serves as a receipt of or as a substitute for 
or personalized investment advice from WBI or from any other investment professional. To the extent that you have any questions regarding the applicability of any specific issue discussed to your individual situation, please consult with WBI or the professional advisor of your choosing. This information is compiled from sources believed to be reliable. Accuracy cannot be guaranteed. Information pertaining to WBI's advisory operations services and fees is set forth in WBI's disclosure statement in Part 2A of Form ADV, a copy of which is available upon request. An investment in the fund is subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Investments in fixed income involve risk and may be adversely impacted when interest rates fall because the fund may be exposed directly or indirectly to lower yielding bonds. Investors should consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses carefully before investing. For prospectus and summary prospectus, visit WBIShares.com or call 1-800-772-5810. Read the prospectus carefully before investing. Foresight Fund Services Distributor. Bloomberg Screens Reference draws of May 14, 2018. WBI's rising dividend ETF is WBIE. WBIE allocations referenced are as of May 10, 2018 per Bloomberg.